is Wisdom for Wednesday where we discuss varying subjects around womanhood and analyze them through biblical truth. It's a joy to be back. It's glad to come back here and put up a new episode. Um, I know initially I had said we'll have an episode every week but um, I got a conviction to put up episodes as the need presents itself and uh, hopefully though I can up two episodes every month at least two episodes in the list there could be more depending on the need to put up content but i can assure you there's not going to be anything less than two episodes every month yeah so here i am today it's august it's a new month and my prayer is that you guys are keeping safe and you taking care of yourself um practicing social distancing wearing your masks washing your hands sanitizing yeah this is the only way to protect the people you love to protect yourself to protect your neighbors to protect the community around you so stay safe stay prayed up let's keep praying for each other let's keep praying for the world because it's indeed a very sad and difficult season that we have been in this year for the last couple of months but we keep putting our hope in Jesus because he he understands the season better than we do and he knows what's happening and he remains in control even when we don't think he is even when we can't see him even when we can't feel him he's in control so let's just keep praying for each other and doing what we need to do in this season serve this season diligently as it it requires us to do so it's august yeah this is my birthday month and um, today is the 13th i turned a number of years <laughs> um exactly 12 days ago so my birthday is on august 1st I love my birthday. Everyone who knows me knows that my birthday is a big deal. So I want to send out special thanks and shout outs to my friends who, you know, were so sweet to me on this day, to my family members who celebrated with me and uh, came through for me, who appreciate the day as much as I do. Thank you very much, guys. I don't take it for granted and I don't take you for granted. just to 
shorten the episode so that they are not too long or too short because sometimes you know i end up doing excessively long videos or sometimes too short so i just want to strike the right balance today and um why am i doing this well last year a group of my friends came up with this idea um and they actually followed through some of them followed through and they put up their their life lessons on social media i was supposed to do it as well but i didn't quite feel ready i didn't warm up to it i didn't feel like my mind was in the right space and so i passed it up but i'm in the space where i feel i'm ready and so i'm gonna do it now and especially because i'm on this platform i feel it's necessary to just put these lessons out there because in one way or another they could benefit someone or someone could get inspired by them or someone could you know identify or relate to them whatever the case i pray these lessons are a blessing to someone and they accomplish what they need to accomplish in someone's life so shout out to grace shout out to nancy shout out to maureen shout out to joanne um those are my friends who <laughs> put me up to this so without further ado let's get into it lesson number one purpose comes from god honestly though um i'm in a point in my life where i completely understand what purpose coming from god looks like and what it actually means i remember when i was around 27 i didn't feel like i was serving my purpose i felt like i wasn't doing what i, I was created to do i felt like i was not following through with what i really needed to do there was no sense of contentment there was no sense of accomplishment there was no sense of fulfillment um in as much i was in um a business that was making me money i didn't feel like i was really doing what i'm supposed to do and i'm certain that in one way or another there's someone out there who has felt the same way but you know coming to christ and you know rebuilding a relationship with jesus just put things into perspective for me um the things that i wanted to venture out to i have come to realize are not necessarily what god created me for there are things in particular that god has created me for and this podcast is one of those things remember when my first episode on this um podcast discussed how i didn't plan to ever put out content it was not in my plans it was not in my wildest dreams to do this yet here i am doing it loving it enjoying it and i am surprisingly and pleasantly fulfilled in as much as this is not a venture that is earning me money it's a venture that is aligned to the purpose for which i was created and it has given me so much joy to be able to just do this to the honor and glory of god and proverbs 19:21 clearly states many are the plans in a man's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails yeah you guys i mean we want so many things for ourselves we have gone to school and acquired all these degrees and i don't know how many of us out there are actually practicing what they went for school for 
I don't know how many people can attest that their degree has really come through for them and has actually, you know, uh, given them a sense of accomplishment and purpose. There could be a few people, but I'm certain there are also people who feel like, no, that's not the case. In fact, I was having this discussion with someone <laughs> and, you know, he was telling me how he doesn't feel like his college education did much for him. He feels like just having character and and, and having um, a good work ethic has opened more doors for him than his actual education. So, you know, I have come to realize that it is true. Purpose comes from God. And if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're questioning what you were created for and what you are on this earth for, it is important to just go into prayer and ask God to reveal why he wants you here. And most of the times, purpose is not anything we could imagine. Our purpose is nothing we could ever think up, you know. If Daniel from the Bible would have been asked if he was going to serve any purpose in a land of exile in Babylon, he probably would have, you know, rolled it out, you know. If Abraham would have been told he was going to serve a purpose away from his home, probably would have found it ridiculous you know and you know god's purposes for us are amazing and they demand a lot of trust you have to put your trust in him when he leads you in a certain direction and at the end of the day there's got there's got to be uncomfortable growth there has to be change and that change that comes with purpose is amazing yeah so i'm happy to to run this podcast and just to keep warming up to the things that God is leading me towards. So trust God for your purpose. Um, second lesson, fire either refines you or destroys you. Yet we all go through it in one way or another. Fire burns, for sure it burns, but you could always walk out of it as gold. When we talk about gold, you know, just to get gold in its purest form, there's a process that is involved. Um, the most accurate way of refining silver or gold is called fire assay. And you know, in fire assay, the temperatures are extremely high. If anything, the temperatures are somewhere between 1,000 and 12,000 degrees Celsius. So you can imagine that kind of heat that goes into this process. And difficult situations they burn us up they push us to the test and uh, it gets really heated and sometimes we don't even know what to do and sometimes we actually think we are in the fire alone and there's no one who can help us then there's no one who understands what it is about but you know in malachi chapter 3 verse 3 god says he will sit as a refiner and purifier of silver he will purify the levites and refine them like gold and silver then the lord will have men who will bring offerings in righteousness so for a refiner for god to sit as a refiner you need to understand that a refiner is always involved in the process so even as the gold is being exposed to 
this kind of heat the refiner is definitely feeling the heat he might not be feeling the ex- the, uh, the complete extent of it the, com- the full impact but he's definitely feeling it so this is to mean that god feels the heat as we feel it he's sitting right there with us and he can see us go through this process and he understands it so what i have come to understand out of the heated experiences that i have gone through in life is that god uses these situations to refine us if we pay attention and if we allow the process to actually go through and you know when gold is being refined the purpose is to get rid of impurities the dross actually falls off. The dross is the useless part. It is the scum. It's what's the it's the part that's not needed. It's the part that is disposed. And it's the same process for us as human beings. When we are being tested and tried and we are going through these heated situations, God is trying to refine us so that the impure parts of us would fall off, so that our sinful nature would fall off, so that at the end of it we would be as pure gold you know free from impurities free from 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 dirt and filth so at the end of the day what i have learned is that heated situations burn yes but they are not necessarily supposed to kill us if we pay close attention they are supposed to sift us into better versions of ourselves the best versions that we could ever be so today probably you you're wondering how just allow the process to unravel and what i would say is don't allow yourself to go through a heated situation and come out the same remember it's supposed to change you and turn you into a better person and when i talk about a heated situation i probably should just give an example so in 2018 it was a really dark year for me because in may i lost my brother to death and i'm gonna be discussing that in a lesson that is coming up next and um, several months later I lost my seven and a half year old relationship 7.5 years with one person <laughs> and that went down the drain so you can imagine May loss I lost my brother so I'm still trying to go through this process and in October I lose my relationship which was like yo you guys it was important to me I love this guy I was invested he was invested it was supposed to lead into marriage but it did not it crushed so you can imagine the kind of heat I was facing I was stressed I was in pain I was completely heartbroken and you know when I think about heartbreak I keep the heart know how to hurt you know you wake up in the morning and you literally place your hand on your heart and you're soothing it you just wanted to stop you just wanted to stop aching and i kind of wonder how does it know how to do that i thought it's functional to pump blood so why is it aching as much as it's aching because it literally breaks and you know so i was so heartbroken i was so crushed and i'm I was in a pretty bad place and I remember I almost slipped, slipped into depression. I actually think I went into bad depression because it was all too much to bear. I lost one highly important person to me to death, forever, never seen them again. And then I lost this other person who was, you know, you know, really close to me. I think about seven and a half years, you guys. And it was all too much. 
much but i thank god because through this process my character was refined especially through the breakup my character was refined god used this painful heartbreak to refine me and to mold me into the woman that i have become today and so i can comfortably say i wouldn't trade the woman that i am now just so that i can save myself from the burn that i experienced through the loss of my relationship yeah so be encouraged out there that heated situation can work for good if you give god a chance to use it yeah so the third lesson the loss of a loved one through death is one of the most painful experiences if not the most you could go through it is completely overwhelming and to be honest you don't have to figure it out all at once i remember you know when i lost my brother it was just too much to bear and i can be on if i'm going to be honest i'm going to tell you that it's still too much to bear up to date i still experience things that i thought i had experienced and it's like a cycle i keep going into anger you know those stages of loss and grief elizabeth kubler ross you can check her out she talks about anger she talks about um beginning she talks about uh, what is it called she talks about denial and she talks about uh, depression yeah i think that's it if not probably i've missed one and you know I, I, there's still days when i go through that cycle in one day when i wake up angry thinking he's gone for good and sometimes i i just go through the motions and it's still very sad and what i would like to say here in loss and grief is that it is a painful process and anyone who has gone through it knows that it is indeed painful and it is indeed personal so if you have someone close to you who is going through loss and grief and they are mourning their loved one what i can encourage you to do is to just allow them to go through the process sometimes loss and grief makes us uncomfortable and we try to force people out of it we want people to deal with their pain as fast as we want them to deal with it but that's not fair it's important to give everyone a chance to go through what they need to go through without feeling pressurized to stop because this is a pain this is a loss you know so if you have a friend if you have a relative give them time to go through it and uh, you who has lost someone i know it's a difficult season and in this season you find some of your friends taking the back seat because i remember some of my friends took the back seat and i know it's not because they don't love me i just know it's because they didn't know what to say you know they didn't know if they should say a particular thing so this happens our friends sometimes don't know what they need to tell us because they don't know if that's what we need to hear even as we go through loss and grief so it's a painful experience and we need to allow people to go through it as gracefully as they can and also us who are mourning need also to be lenient with our friends and our loved ones just to know that they don't necessarily know what to do and they don't necessarily know what to say but only all in all you know we see jesus going through um one of the motions of loss he lost his friend lazarus and as much as he lost lazarus jesus came to bethany to raise lazarus up but when he got to bethany and saw how people were sad and they were overwhelmed 
all that when he got to Bethany, it hit him that in dead his friend was dead. And he had been dead for four days. Like the deal was sealed. But you know he was Jesus. He was coming to raise him up. But still he cried. That is the that is just the weight of death. It is so painful when flesh and blood are separated. And so we see the, the shortest scripture in the Bible, John eleven thirty five, Jesus wept. He wept because of the pain involved. So, yeah, loss and grief is painful. I am still going through it. And I'm um, fixing my eyes on Jesus just to keep taking me through it. And I pray for anyone out there who's going through it that um, God would hold your hand and continue to lead you out of it because he more than anyone else understands it because he lost his good friend and it overwhelmed him. It made him sorrowful. So go to Jesus. Lay down your pain at his feet. He understands it. Fourth lesson. There's extraordinary beauty in a woman who understands who she is in God. She is fulfilled. She is grounded. She is bold. She is wise. Her source of power is none but the Almighty. This is actually true. As a woman, you know, ah, it is beautiful when you understand who says you are above anything else the world has so many things it has to say about a woman there are all these standards and i discussed this um in the previous episode so if you'd like to hear more on that please check out that episode in case you have not and you know there are all these standards about womanhood but as a woman i have come to learn that god is god has a final say god is god created me so he knows me he understands me and it is important for me to understand what he says about me and how can i understand what he says about me by going into his word digging deep and learning to just affirm myself through his word if god says i can do all things i can do all things if god ministers to my heart in a certain way then i am ready to obey because this is God. I understand why he created me and the position that I have in him. So before I came to Christ, I thought, you know, being a woman was so many wrong things. You know, they just want the standard to which any woman should hold herself up to. When I look back, I just think it was utter foolishness who I made myself out to be. And in all honesty, I have never been as free as I have become in Christ. You know when the Bible tells us, and um, the son, whoever the Son of Man sets free is free indeed. Let me tell you, when you understand who you are in God as a woman, you become so free. You are so free, you are no longer bound by the standards of the world. You are no longer subject to the expectations of man you understand that i only have to please one person and that is god and if god is pleased i'm sorry but if you are offended as a human being because i'm trying to please my god then you have to just go figure you know so let me encourage every woman out there find out who you are in christ jesus he's going to give you a ground he's going to keep you grounded it's going to keep you secure. It's going to keep you firm. You're going to overcome so many things that won't at you in this world successfully because you know whose you are and you have embraced it for yourself. Proverbs 31, um, 
that he says charm is deceptive and beauty is fleeting but a woman who fears the lord is to be praised listen a woman who fears the lord is to be praised because she has put her trust in her creator charm is deceptive thinking that you can um when you're in the world and you're trying to be charming and you're setting yourself on fire doing things you shouldn't do just to 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 to, to attract all this attention you know when you have put your hope in your beauty because you're a fine girl <laughs> and so that's like where you've put your hope you need to know that all of these things are fleeting but putting your hope in god is forever so you should probably just try and figure this out if you haven't figured it out already and so i am so free in jesus and i love it and i'm here for it um fifth lesson in a world you could be many things be kind honestly yeah we need to be kind this is like my motto i completely love this statement i truly believe kindness is important in this world everyone is going through something to be honest i have gone through things the next person has gone through things and it's a matter of being kind that determines how we interact with each other you get imagine if everyone would uh, interact from an infiltrated basis like if i come and interact with you as a guy with the perspective that all men are liars just because i have been through something that predisposed me to a lie through a guy and so i'm unkind to you and i'm rude to you because i have this perception of guys that's been unfair so it's important to be kind be kind to those people you know and those people you don't know especially matthew 7 12 says so in everything do to others what you would have them do to you for this sums up the law and the prophets listen if you don't like things certain things being done to you please don't do them to anyone it's not nice so if we would if we would all hold ourselves up to these standards where we do for others what we like done to us the world would be so much better our work environments would be so healthy our friendships would be thriving our relationships would be would be working out for good so be kind and do to others what you would have them do to you period lesson 6 never give up you can stop to look around to catch a breath to cry maybe but always keep going listen it's okay to stop for a bit it's okay to just allow yourself to break down sometimes when you're doing something and you feel like it's too much and it's weighing you down it's okay to to have a breakdown for a bit <laughs> it's also okay to just you know just chill look behind and see how far you've come catch a breath take it all in and then keep moving forward but it is not okay to stall completely when it gets hard do what you need to do then pick yourself up and keep moving keep pursuing your dreams keep uh crushing your goals one after another keep doing what you need to do for yourself this is a lesson that i have learned i have to say that constantly trying again has really brought me a long way it has built one my resilience it has built my tenacity and not right now as a as a woman i feel like i have developed quite the threshold there are certain things that i can really really take in before i break down and you know um i feel like 
never giving up on what really matters is important it's highly important so just keep going at your dreams keep pursuing them stop do what but don't completely neglect what you need to be doing Isaiah 40 29 to 30 says he gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall so listen you're young yes you feel like you have all the energy you know you but you feel like at some point you're running out of energy you're running out of ideas you're running out of the concentration you know you're not able to do what you are supposed to do you're not meeting deadlines sometimes this is because you probably have put so much pressure on yourself and you're not giving yourself time to put yourself back together and so you end up experiencing burnout never giving up does not mean run until the wheels fall off (laughs) I mean Never giving up doesn't mean burn yourself up, set yourself on fire. It means you need to also work smart. When you feel like you you need a break, catch that break, then come back with more energy. Put in what you need to put in after you have relaxed. So remember that you're young, but even in your youth, you can grow tired and weary and it is okay. And also remember something else from this scripture. God gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. So whenever you find yourself in a situation where you feel weak, come to the source of all strength. That is God. Pray about it and ask him to replenish your energies. You know, um, I'm in a position, I'm in a season in my life where I'm trying to advance my education. And I've been in the writing process and people who have done this, who have written their thesis, understand that it is a very strenuous process especially if you're doing it on your own and you know i have constantly found myself in prayer going to god and asking him to strengthen me because you send your paper out to the supervisors and they send it back and they tell you it's not good enough and you find yourself questioning yourself am i not good enough i feel like i have put in my best shot but let me tell you keep trying keep doing it over and over again keep asking God for strength he will replenish you and he will increase your power and you will follow through with what you need to follow through just don't ever give up lesson number seven vulnerability is beautiful it's in those moments of self-disclosure when authentic connections are made (laughs) excuse me when you get to see yourself and others without pretenses yeah being vulnerable is nice <laughs> and it's i think it's hard for many people to do this me included i haven't always been vulnerable and to be honest i feel like oh vulnerability is hard because it means putting yourself out there and we know sometimes when we put ourselves out there we risk being hurt we risk being judged we risk um risk a lot of things but at the same time vulnerability does create authentic relationships because when you share what you have been through someone else can learn from it when you share what you have been through you can get someone who prays for you so that you can you know have the strength to carry on when you share what you're going through and it's probably something that is really weighing you down 
you could get an accountability partner who's going to help you stay accountable and true to what you have said you need to do so vulnerability is beautiful but it's not always easy we have to accept and even as i discuss this point it is a lesson but it's something that i'm also yet to completely push through with and completely like a hundred percent um apply in my life you get but you know you know it's important in friendships to be real with one another it's important to share with one another i have come to learn it's important it is highly important and the bible really encourages us and it's the bible in fact this scripture <laughs> is really encouraging me james 5 16 it says therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective so we are being told to be vulnerable in hindsight confess your sins to each other it doesn't have to be seen it could be anything confess your testimonies confess what sh- what the lord has helped you overcome even as you walk with him and pray for each other the purpose of being vulnerable is that we may uphold each other in prayer and at the end of the day we may be healed from our traumas from our pains and from anything that has cost has cost us some kind of heart you know and you need to understand that the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective sometimes you pray for things and there's no breakthrough and that is why there's power in sharing because when you make a corporate prayer as friends then there is more breakthrough you know there's a scripture that says that um i believe it's in matthew where two or three of you are gathered there I am with them whatever they agree and pray for I will give to them so agreement prayers are powerful and they're strong and this is part of the reason why we need to share more as believers so that we can also have breakthroughs in our prayer and this aspect of being vulnerable it's highly important to be trustworthy so whenever someone confides in you especially women it's not in your place to take that information to other people. You need to prove yourself trustworthy and do what you need to do for this woman. Encourage her, pray for her and with her and support her because she has not come to you so that you can spread her business everywhere. So that's something else we need to look out for as women even as we are vulnerable with each other. Another thing is trust. You know, we were talking about this the other day with my sister and came to the conclusion that (laughs) i might have trust issues and that's true i honestly think i have trust issues to be honest and that's why sometimes i'm not as vulnerable as i ought to be and we were discussing trust you know and so it's important to pray that god would give you connections that are also trustworthy because you don't want to go sharing with anyone and everyone you want to share with the people that god has ordained for you people who can really work with you genuinely and uh, without throwing shade and without judging you and without you know and without um, making you feel like you're doing badly you understand Um, so it's important to cultivate trust and to be trustworthy as a woman and to support each other in this way it's highly important for us as women um lesson number eight 
your life is yours to live whether you make the right choices or not you're doing it to yourself yeah it's, it's important to know this that our life choices are a direct impact on ourselves as individuals whatever i do to myself that is not right i am doing to myself whatever i do that is right i am doing to myself if i do what is good i'm gonna reap the benefits of doing the right thing and if i do what is wrong i'm gonna have to deal with the consequences of doing what is wrong so it's important to always remember this this is just one of those amazing lessons because if i cannot consciously reach a point in my life where i make good decisions i'm in trouble bad decisions are basically a subtraction from self and you know taking away from yourself is disastrous not doing the right thing has actually been equated to sin in the bible james 417 says anyone then who knows the god you ought to do and doesn't do it sins so if you know what you need to be doing as a woman and you're not doing it you're basically sinning and uh, especially for a believer you shouldn't you shouldn't be sinning sinning against god and you shouldn't be sinning against yourself especially so this is one of those life lessons that has taught me to just be good to myself and being good to myself is also putting in place the right choices you know holding myself up to the right standards which for me right now is christianity and what god asks me to do and there are all these ways that you can be good to yourself so be good to yourself be good to yourself don't make bad choices to please people don't make bad choices so that you can preserve your relationships and your friendships real friends should know should uh, should support you when you're trying to do the good thing a, a worthwhile relationship is going to survive if you do the right things if a relationship fails because you have started, started to implement the right things then probably that is not the right relationship for you so good choices all the way lesson number nine christ is not a liar personal relationship with god changes your life trajectory wholesomely let me be honest we tend to think that christ expects so much from us but we also have to be honest we expect so much from him as well (laughs) just think about all those prayers you make requests you keep giving him and all those things you want him to do for you and come on but anyway i'm here to say that i've learned christ is not a lie when i was in the world i actually used to think it's impossible to to live life right and to live a life that honors god and to live for him but it's actually doable he's not a lie if anything when i look back at the life that i lived before i can actually say the world sells us lies pursuing the world is like a chasing after the wind there's never real satisfaction you do one thing you do the next thing you do the next thing but you're still chasing a thing after the other and you don't really feel content you always have this emptiness within you that is not so fulfilling if the world was fulfilling then we wouldn't be we wouldn't have to keep sleeping around you know you sleep with this chick you sleep with a different chick on friday you sleep with a different guy on saturday you sleep with a different guy on sunday if and this is what the world suggests you know that sleeping around is cool and the more you do it do you feel good about yourself or do you feel like something inside of you is still broken you 
you get so honestly the world and all its lies are unfulfilling and now i know for a fact that wholesome fulfillment comes from god and it's very important especially for a woman to pursue and follow through with what god asks of her proverbs 9 10 says the fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the holy one is understanding yeah fear god gather understanding about god and you will be wise you will be wise you will have a, a better capacity to make better choices for yourself so fear god first mark 8 36 says what good is it for a man to gain the whole world yet forfeit his soul so what good is there for you to live according to the standards of the world so that the world can praise you and so that the world can acknowledge you as its own so that you can be loved by all these people if at the end of the day it means you will lose your soul ask yourself if you were to die today where would you go would you go to heaven or would you go to hell because that is a reality there is eternity and uh, where you spend eternity is either in heaven or in hell and that's the reality of the matter that is one thing the world doesn't keep reminding you <laughs> yeah lesson number 10 learn to let go of friendships and relationships loving you without beating yourself up too much friendships sometimes will end relationships will also come to an end sometimes it's your fault and if it's your fault forgive yourself for it and let it go don't beat yourself up too much release it lovingly uh, if it is not your fault make peace with it sometimes people need to live and it's okay that's just how life is and people leaving you behind doesn't necessarily mean there's anything wrong with you you know people change and they want something different and you have to cut yourself some slack you know don't overly hate on yourself based on your past relationships just learn to let go lovingly i have actually come to learn that even when you break up with someone it doesn't always have to go ugly you don't have to burn bridges just because you feel like you're not going to walk back in that direction you don't have to be demeaning to this person you don't have to shed them in bad light to the world you really 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 don't have to just walk away lovingly and let it go lovingly sister says is authenticity in letting go so you know respect yourself work out with dignity be authentic as you work out don't hate don't demean don't defame it's just life losing relationships is not easy but it's part of life and you have to carry on at the end of the day romans 12 9 says love must be sincere hate what is evil cling to what is good you know sometimes in in our relationships love stops being sincere uh, you're in this relationship with someone but they're actually not being genuine anymore and when it and when, and it, and when it comes to that it's important to identify this and just walk away because if if love is insincere what are you doing there allow yourself to let go if a relationship has turned evil allow yourself to let it go you know sometimes you you could be just two good people who are not working out together and it's okay let it go don't be don't um, accommodate evil as you walk out
just work out to the good that was in that relationship yeah lesson 11 choose love over and over again listen just choose love this is crazy it sounds crazy it sounds blown out of proportion but it's important to choose love love those people who have hurt you it could be your dad it could be your sister it could be a friend it could be a cousin it could be anyone who has hurt you but love them anyway and you know this is hard to do but when you understand the love of christ then you're able to do it because listen jesus loved us to the point of death he loved us so much he died for us on the cross so when you understand that jesus died for everyone and anyone even that person that you don't really like jesus found them worthy to the point of death and who are you to hate anyone who are you to really hate anyone people need to be loved at their best and at their worst especially we are living in a generation where we are loving conditionally and we are loving conveniently (laughs) for as long as it serves us as it should then we are good we don't understand what sacrificial love looks like and i feel like we why some of our relationships are um are coming to an end even before they begin that is why we're giving up on people too fast that is why nowadays you know divorcing is not a big deal because it's no longer sacrificial per se and you know you need to understand that love counts the most when someone is at their worst you know when someone is besides themselves when someone is going through a difficult season when someone is struggling with something and they're not so likable and you don't feel like they're so lovable in that particular season that is when you come through and you love them and you love them hard so it's important to love people at their worst not just when they're doing well first john 4 7 to 8 says dear friends let us love one another for love comes from god everyone who loves has been born of god and knows god whoever does not love does not know god because god is love if you're going to love anyone you have to understand the love of god first and then it becomes so much easier for you to extend it to the next person lesson number 12 friendships should be easy whoa friendships just need to be easy they need to be refreshing they need to be genuine jealousy competition gossip backstabbing ingenuity sabotage these are complications that we do not need in our friendships as women it's not right to be doing this to each other as women we shouldn't be gossiping we shouldn't be competing with each other we shouldn't be sabotaging each other uh and this brings me back it reminds me of when to party and you know we go out and i'd see women in the club pimping out their friends literally pimping out their friends you know because their friend is pretty and you know she gets hit on in the club um they decide she's going to be the one who brings in the drinks so this guy comes hits on on the babe and you allow your friend at the end of the night to go and sleep with this stranger just so you can drink you can have free drinks in the club all night that is sabotage putting your friend on the line forcing her to have to go through something that is very hard and 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 unfair and unfortunate just so you can have your way and that's not fair that's sabotage in the least and we need to stop backstabbing each other if you know you're not in a friendship and to love this person and to genuinely care for this person walk out of it stop using people stop misusing people stop taking advantage of your friends it is just not right so friendships should be refreshing everyone should deserves to be in a friendship that just builds them up and not 
constantly takes away from them. Proverbs 18.24 says, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And listen, (laughs) this scripture is talking about the inner circle. A friend who sticks closer than a brother. And to fika two point and yet kuna inner circle, circles in friendships. Friendships have levels. There are levels to this thing, by the way. Uh, you can see at all the people around you are your friends and, and they are the same level. Something is wrong and you're going to come to ruin. You need an inner circle. Remember Jesus had 12, but he also had his three favorites. You know, the ones that he would go, you know, for prayer with and he would always have around him. You need an inner circle to look out for you. You need an inner circle to help you in prayers. You need an inner circle to hold you accountable. You need an inner circle that is honest and raw with you. People who can tell you, listen, I don't think you should be doing ABCD. Listen, I don't think ABCD is working out. People who are honest with you. Because having so many people around you doesn't necessarily mean quality. Quantity is not quality. So check check your companions and what your friendships look like. Proverbs 17, 17 says, A friend loves at all times and a brother is born of adversity. Friendships should be able to stand the test of time. At least genuine friendships should be able to morph through the seasons of life. Friends who are genuine and love each other journey through life together. Not just when it's um, good times or fun times or happy times, even in sad times and rough times and bad times and back up against the wall times. Your friends should be there for you as you are also there for them. Be loyal to your friends. Be present for your friends. Walk with your friends. Journey with your friends. They need you in difficult seasons in as much as they need you in good seasons. A brother is born for adversity. Letters, letters, let us constantly think around that. Lesson 13, you cannot become everything that's not you over and over again. You know, some people look at you and they don't think any good can amount. That you can amount to any good as a person. They have rubber stamped you as a bad person, as a gossiper, as an evil person, as an immoral person. And they don't think that you can be transformed. But I'm here to tell you today, a lesson that I've learned is that you can keep changing. In the presence of God, you can change and become everything that he wants you to become. And He, God does not look for the consent of people. He will do it right in front of people's eyes. He will transform you and change you right in front of people's eyes. So even you as an individual should stop trying to look for people's validation you should just embrace the work that god is doing in you and allow him to transform you you remember um, paul paul is one of those transformation stories in the bible that is just amazing paul was Saul before and Saul was a persecutor of believers he would persecute believers he he would wonder why are they worshiping this god what are they talking about us we do not know those things you know and he would have them killed he was right there when Stephen the martyr was stoned to death and he did not stop those people but you see god still found him worthy of a transformation and god changed his life and used him to win souls for him across cities and across nations god used paul someone who had done who had witnessed and um and 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 engineered the death of so many believers at that time 
And so let me tell you, you're not too far gone. God is going to change you if you give him a chance and allow him to completely transform you. It's going to be uncomfortable. Changes are uncomfortable because it means uh, sacrificing things that you love to do. It means releasing and letting go of certain things that you would do initially. But if you allow it to take place, then you are going to be the best version of yourself that, that you have ever been. So I have come to realize that life is allowing is about allowing myself to gravitate towards uncomfortable growth and changes. I am willing to change as much as God continues to work on me and continues to refine me and continues to transform me. So how can you transform? How can you get transformed? It's through the word of God. And Romans 12:2 says, "Do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will listen it begins with knowing the word of god internalize the word of god memorize the word of god store it in your heart you know someone 19 verse 19 says how can a young man keep his way pure by living according to the word of god that is the only way how you and become everything that is not you over and over again so this is who i am in a nutshell every day you know (laughs) getting transformed by the grace of god getting transformed by the word of god and it's been beautiful so you too can be changed don't let people tell you you can't you can uh lesson 14 forgive more forgive often forgive every time it is for you not for them forgiveness is really hard honestly it's a bone of contention. It's one of those things that everyone struggles with at one point in life. But I have to tell you that forgiveness doesn't necessarily mean reconciliation. When you forgive someone, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go back and restore your relationship to what it was before. Or you are supposed to even have a relationship at all. That's not what it implies. Forgiveness is a piece of offering where you extend your peace. You make your peace and let everything that has been done to you go. You release what this person has done to you and you release this person. Because when you forgive this person, you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for yourself. You are saying, I am letting go of the bitterness. I am letting go of the anger. I am letting go of the resentment that I've been holding on to because of what you did to me. And sometimes, listen, you're going to have to forgive people who have not even asked for an apology. And that is the most (laughs) hilarious part. But the moment you release them, you allow yourself to live life free. You don't have to drag them through life. You know, and forgiveness is basically dragging this person in your mind and carrying them in your heart everywhere you go, every single day of your life. And I don't think there's anyone who is worth you carrying such a burden. It's not worth it for you to carry such a burden just because of someone. So forgive them and let it go. Ephesians 4.32 Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just in Christ God forgive you. God forgives you every time. Think of all the things God has forgiven you for. And so he's calling you to do the same for the next person. Forgive them. Matthew 18, 21 to 22 says, Then Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my father when he sins against me? Up to seven times. Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but 70 times, seven times. Basically what God is saying is that there's no limit to this thing. So don't even bother with keeping track don't keep tabs on how many times you have had to forgive 
the same person just keep doing it because this is what god needs you to do and because it brings in so much peace it brings in so much peace i remember when i forgave my ex-boyfriend it was so refreshing every anger every bitterness every resentment broke loose and let me tell you the enemy uses unforgiveness to keep you bound from where god is taking you from if you do not forgive you're going to stay bound to this person and there's no point forgive 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 again and again that is what god says so that's half of the lessons thank you so much for listening and i pray that these lessons are a blessing to to any one of you share them with anyone who you think could benefit from them and uh, so this has been wisdom for wednesday with johoine looking forward to hanging out with you as we journey towards christ-centered womanhood together god bless you